When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, I get the question all the time. Conrad, I know you help people save money and you help people refinance, but could you actually help me buy a house? Yeah, buddy. Come on now. Buywithconrad.com is your hookup. And let me give you a heads up. You don't need a huge down payment to buy a house in 2022. In fact, you may not need a down payment at all. There are still loan programs out there that can get you out of your apartment and into a brand new house with no money down. And I know it sounds too good to be true, but buddy, we're doing it pretty routinely. And you don't have to be a veteran, but yeah, we can still help our veterans get into a house with no money down. But more importantly, we're going to help you get on the path to buy a house this year. You see, a lot of times we have these conversations and folks say, well, I've got a little bit of time left on my lease, or I'm not sure exactly when I'll be ready, or how much of a down payment do I need to save up? My advice, don't get ahead of yourself. Let's start the pre-approval process. Let's know what your new house payment could look like. You'll tell us how much down payment you want to have. Maybe the answer is zero. That's cool. And then you'll tell us what you want your monthly payment to be. And then you go shopping for your dream home. But step one starts at buywithconrad.com. And hey, did you know that when you go to file your taxes as a homeowner, you're going to get a statement back from your mortgage company that's going to say, hey, you can write off this amount of interest this year. How much of your rent are you writing off this year? None of it. Oh, and by the way, what's your interest rate on your rent? Well, that would be 100%, pal. You know you can do better than 100% interest. That's what rent is. Stop throwing your money away. And by the way, we can even help you get rid of your current house and get into a better house if you already have a house, but you think, you know what? It's time for a new place. We can help you at buywithconrad.com. That's buywithconrad.com, B-U-Y with Conrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. And be sure to ask about our green light underwrite. We can actually get your file completely underwritten, and that allows you to negotiate like a cash buyer at buywithconrad.com. Come be a part of the greatest stable since the Four Horsemen. Adfreeshows.com is your home for Arn and all of my other podcasts, and you get every episode from all the shows early, ad-free, and on video for as low as $9 a month. That's just 30 cents a day. Want to add cheese to that Whopper? Adfreeshows.com also has tons of exclusive Arn bonus content, like reliving the very first War Games match, or watching back a landmark moment in Arn's career, pinning Hulk Hogan 1-2-3 on Nitro. We also have interactive events where you get to chat one-on-one with Arn during Ask Arn Live, or how about live watch-along events like we did with FTR and Tully. Uh, of course, Arn is not one to toot his own horn, so I will toot-toot. Adfreeshows.com is the best value going in wrestling today. So sign up today or else. Maybe we should have a gun sound effect here. I'm just kidding. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment.
are broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Hello and welcome back to ARN. This is Paul Bromwell and today I'm joined by none other than the Hall of Famer, the creator of the Spinebuster, the founder of the Four Horsemen, and the man who won multiple tag team championships with multiple partners in multiple promotions and multiple decades. He's double A, the enforcer, Arn Anderson. Arn, how you doing this week, my friend? What you just said, in essence, is I'm an old some bitch who somehow, some way, is still around. <laughs> Not at all. It just talks about your longevity, how skilled you were with so many different partners, so many different promotions that recognized you as a great champion. That's all it was. I got to keep these things fresh. These let's intros. Keep, let's keep it real too. Okay. Oh I'm man. A, I am an old son bitch, but you know what? I'm so thankful to still be here and doing this show with you, my man. Oh, good stuff, man. Well, Hey, we're having fun together and how could we not Arn? We're talking about some of the best days of your career, reliving these classic Jim Crockett promotions memories. And this week is no different. We're jumping right in to November, 1987. Last week, we talked about the death of rock and roll at the hands of the horsemen. And this week we're taking a look at the match, uh, between you and the road warriors, ultimately at Starcade shy town heat. And we're going to go there. We're going to take that big, long march through November to get there. And who is on the dance card for the horsemen in Chicago? As I mentioned, none other than Hawk and animal. But before we get to Chicago, you have a full calendar and we're going to kick it off at a matinee show at the Asheville Civic Center. And on the show, Barry Windham and Nikita Koloff defeat you and Tully in one of the featured contests of the event. And later that night, the four of you wrestled again, this time in Miami. All right. So you're in Asheville earlier on that day. Now you're in Miami that night at the Eddie Graham sports complex. You and Tully come out on top in this one. And let's just pause here for a moment. Arn on the same day, two different States, you and Tully Russell, Barry and Nikita in featured contests at two separate venues. As I said, what in the world? I want to emphasize this a lot because uh, there's been a lot of talk about the schedule. You and I were just talking about it before we jumped on here. And uh, my goodness, here you are in this position. This had to be taxing in a variety of ways. Talk about this a little bit. Well, <clears throat> without the private planes, it would have been impossible. You cannot leave a, I would imagine that afternoon show was one o'clock, probably in Asheville. You can't walk out the door at three thirty or four o'clock and expect to go get a flight that'll get you to Miami. You're going to have to connect through Atlanta or Charlotte or, or somewhere. So without the private planes, forget about it. But still, that's one of those things that uh, when you have an afternoon show, you got to loosen up. You know, we still had to get up early enough and find a gym that was open. Still got to get to that to the gym every day because that's your self-preservation, man. When you're getting banged around by guys like we were getting banged around with, Nikita Koloff and Barry Windham, you better get up and take care of yourself and go to the gym. So that cuts into your sleep time. You do your afternoon show, you grab a quick shower, and as quickly as you can, you throw your boots back on, you throw on some sweats, you get out to the private aviation, and you take off down to Miami again. And uh, 
got to remember, you got to eat real light between those two shows. You can't just get on there and you're starving because if you got up early and went to the gym, some of us can't eat breakfast either. So you haven't really had a meal yet till you get on that private plane and you got to be careful about what you eat. When you get to, to like Miami, <clears throat> it's not like you just pull in the private aviation and, and jump in a limo and you're right there. Sometimes there's traffic jams. Sometimes there's delays. Sometimes there's weather in Florida. Even in November, you still get thunderstorms. So there's all kind of things that can happen that make it very, very difficult. But the fact is, you just, hey, cross your fingers and, and hope for the best. My goodness, Arn. I mean, some of us, I'll talk about just traveling in general, just going to the airport and, and doing the whole deal. The whole travel deal can be taxing and tiring enough let alone doing what you're doing when you think about the physicality of the wrestling business and doing that two different times within the same day, but you're traveling in between all of it. Got to be exhausted by the time it's all over. Oh yeah. And the, the fact of the matter is after Miami's over and you walk out of the arena at 11 o'clock that night, now what, what, let's see what the next day is. So yeah, we, here we, we go the on the second. You, yeah, here we go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. By now, you know that everything is crazy overseas and well, that's created some volatility in the market. We actually saw rates tick down a little bit this week. We don't know how long it'll stay that way. All the experts are predicting that there is going to be a rate hike this month in the month of March. Some are saying 25 basis points. Others are saying 50. What does that mean? It means waiting will cost you money. And by the way, I want to mention this is still a once in a lifetime opportunity just based on your real estate values. You see, all of a sudden your house is worth considerably more than it was just a couple of years ago. And as a result, you can use that newfound equity to change your life. We're routinely helping our podcast listeners take their 30 year loan and pay it off in half the time. And how can they afford to do that without their payments going sky high? We get rid of all their other debt. And I mean it as a heads up. What would you do if you had no credit card debt? Just like that. It was all paid off. How much easier would life be if those car payments, whoop, they're out of here. No more car payments. That is the story that we're able to help our friends and family with at SaveWithConrad.com. You see, the interest you pay on your credit cards, not tax deductible, and sky high. The interest you pay on your car loans, buddy, where is that going? What if we could restructure all of your debt, use some of this newfound equity, and at the same time, get you out of debt faster? You see, what we're talking about is reducing the time on your mortgage. Yes, we're going to get you a great rate. But if you're in a 30-year loan, think about what your life looks like 30 years from now. Man, life gets a lot easier when you're completely debt-free, and that's what we want to help you do. And by the way, you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. And oh, as a heads up, if you've been thinking, hey man, I like my house, but my kitchen's kind of outdated, what if we could get you the cash you need to turn your average kitchen into something your wife loves and it wouldn't change your monthly payment at all? Why wouldn't you do that? You see, you'd be reinvesting back in your own property. That's going to make your house worth even more. 
And oh yeah, you can do it with cheaper monthly payments at SaveWithConrad.com. Now I know it sounds too good to be true, but I want you to go check out our reviews for yourself. See what some of our new family members are saying at ConradReviews.com. You'll see there we've got over a thousand verified reviews. Our average rating is 4.72. And if we were a restaurant with a thousand reviews and a 4.72 rating, I know where you're eating dinner and I know where you need to do your next loan. It's SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? That's SaveWithConrad.com. You guys are back to Greenville. So you were in Miami on the first, you're going back to Greenville on the second, you and Barry Russell in a Texas death match at the Greenville Memorial auditorium. Barry Wyndham is one of the best workers to ever put on a pair of boots. As we've talked about, uh, you told us he was so good. He could lull you to sleep. Uh, you're having a Texas death match with him the next day, you know, flying back to the Carolina. So it's just incredible what you did as wrestlers back in those days going from venue to venue. And, uh, but this one is another fantastic match. And, uh, and I have to ask the question here, when you and Barry have the abilities, you both do, what do you make of this booking creative and the matches are you're telling amazing stories. You're working well, obviously we've talked about the prestigious Western States championship. Uh, but my goodness, talk about putting these matches together. Well, anytime that I had the luxury of, of sharing the ring with Barry Wyndham, forget about what the prize was, the Western States Heritage Championship, Barry held for a long time. And we kind of make a joke of it because it hadn't been anywhere history-wise prior to that, and it wouldn't really go that many places afterwards. But that was not what the what it was about. The prize was getting to share the ring with Barry Wyndham, who was one of those rare guys that only comes along every now and then. He was never hurt to the degree that he missed a town. He was always on time. He was a professional. Barry uh, was so talented. I mean, most people just would watch him, and it was like he was so good for so long, and every time you saw him, you kind of took him for granted. You know, this is a guy six foot six, two hundred sixty pounds. It moved like a gazelle, and uh, until you've been in the ring with him, guys like him, you you just couldn't truly appreciate it. Uh, but the guy was just incredible. Now this one is a Texas death match. Is this just to add a layer of, I guess, creative or, or something new to freshen up the match a bit? Do you think? Yeah, and and it sounds like when we're running through days and we keep hearing cage matches and death matches and all this, the opponents are different. That's what that's what I want everybody to listen for. Is it may be a death match with Barry on this given night? The previous death match we were in, it could have been with Robert Gibson or Ricky Morton or any of those guys. It just, like you said, it, it added a layer of violence and jeopardy, and it was more than just two guys wrestle and one gets a one, two, three, and that's it. And a lot of times that's plenty. Sometimes you need another layer of, of uh, aggression or violence or whatever you want to call it. Well, listen, you stay in the Carolinas the next day, and it's the Winthrop Coliseum in Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's a TV tape, taping uh, November 3rd, and at this taping, you and Barry once again wrestled in a Texas death match, and, and that's okay. That's kind of what you're doing on this run right now uh, with Barry when you're making this loop. But we're going to jump ahead to November 7th. Jim Crocker Promotions records television at the TBS studios in Atlanta, and believe it or not, 
You did not appear on this episode of World Championship Wrestling, but Jim Cornette cuts a promo with the Midnight Express advertising a match for the next night in the Omni, where you and Telly would team up with the Midnights to take on the Rock and Roll Express, Chris Champion, and Sean Royal. Arn, you got two of the best teams ever, the Horsemen and the Midnights, facing arguably the best babyface duo of all time, the Rock and Roll Express at the Omni. This kind of attraction sounds like it would be hard to beat, my friend. Any memories of this particular booking? That's unusual. I don't have any recollection of that. Mm. And that really happened. Yeah, it did happen. Yes, sir. November. Sean November Royal 7th. and Chris Champion were the Rock and Roll's partners. That's correct. Do you have any results? Uh, I just know that uh, that what went down there as far as uh, not exactly who won the championship match, I just have the, the match that was put together for that card that night. So that was a random eight-man. Yeah. Pretty much. Rock and it's, Roll and those guys versus us in the midnight. Yeah, and I don't mean any disrespect to, Sh- to Chris Champion and Sean Royal, but come on, uh, you know, which one of these is not like the other, as Conrad would say. And uh, it sounds like you don't really have any memories of working with this pair. I really don't, and that's unusual because that's so unusual. I should remember that. Um, I would. I don't even want to guess what the outcome was because you could have went either way with that. Yeah, I would expect Horseman and and uh, Midnight Express to go over. Absolutely. But Who, who's to tell? But maybe it was a way to help those guys. Maybe it was just a, a move to try to elevate them as a young baby face tag team. And what a could, way to do it. You know what? You may be right on with that. And I'm sure it was competitive. I mean, we're professional. We wouldn't take, you know, the guys had th- something to offer. We wouldn't have ate those guys up by any stretch of the imagination. It's just unprofessional, not the thing to do. So it was a competitive match, I can guarantee you. Don't know what the result would have been, but it's, it's, uh, it's an unusual book. Hey, having us with the Midnight Express and an eight-man, that alone is worth the price of a ticket. You got that right. Well, uh, on November 7th, we're still on the 7th here. They do, they're doing a worldwide taping. You and Telly defeated Cougar Jay and another enhancement talent at the 16-second mark. When you hit Jay with the gourd buster and earned the pin, David Crockett conducted a ringside interview with you and JJ and Tully. And there you're talking about the road wears at Starcade, and buddy, I've got the clip for us to watch it. Let's check it out. Dylan, 
The Road Warriors, Chicago. David Crockett, all the experts are calling the shots. They look at the Road Warriors. They look at them in that gym. Bitch pressing 550, squatting 750, deadlifting 800. Both of them, two of the strongest men in all the professional sports, voted tag team of the year the last three years. And look at Blanchard and myself, what they see on the surface, two average wrestlers, everybody thinks. But the bottom line is, what we are are not average, we are the incumbents, we are the four horsemen, we are the elite. When we come to Chi-Town here in Chicago, we don't have to prove anything, we're the champions. Parker, let me explain something to you, Road Warriors. After the match is over and you're not champions, what are you going to tell the guys in the gym? When you go back to the gutter, you say, we grew up in the gutter. We worked for everything we had. We were born with a silver spoon in our mouth. We're used to the good things in life. So when you get beat, unless you beat us at Starcade 87, go back to the gutter, explain to all the people in the gutter why we're the champions and you're not. You know, David Crockett, the fan mail that J.J. gets for the horsemen, you'd think that Flair shouldn't show up, Luger shouldn't show up, Arn and myself shouldn't show up. But you know, it's been like that way a long time. I've been wrestling for 10 years. I've held title lists this long. I got more wins over Dusty Rhodes than any man alive. And if you think I'm not going to come to Chicago, the hometown of the Road Warriors, and at least put up a fight, you're sadly mistaken, because this is what it's all about. This is why the horsemen can have the fast women, the fast cars, and anything they want. We can walk around arenas, bars, any place we want to go, any woman, just like that, because we're the horsemen. Not because we're the Road Warriors or Dusty Rhodes or Ronnie Garvin or anybody else. We're the horsemen. We're the elite. We are what makes professional wrestling today. And just like Ric Flair said, diamonds are forever, and so are the horsemen. Right here, baby. Chi-Town Heat, Chicago. Starcade's coming. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Time to tell you about something I'm super passionate about protecting your family. Yes, this is a life insurance ad for goliathlife.com. But to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit goliathlife.com. And I mean, right now, and just personally, I've lost two friends in their forties this past year and a half. And I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through. Had they not had life insurance, if you don't have it, get it, protect your family. And I suggest you go to goliathlife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance, super easy. Goliath Life streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes for more than 20 carriers within minutes. 
and you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price, you start the online application immediately, and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. And I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy invasive conversations. Goliath Life makes buying life insurance simple. There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle. Hell, not even a phone call. Goliath Life is life insurance in your hands on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at GoliathLife.com. Look at that old Starcade graphic, man. I'm getting excited for Starcade. And for sure, nobody gave us a chance. Think about it. Starcade, I wish we hadn't moved it to Chicago or any place else. It belongs in Greensboro. We're going to talk about that for sure. Um, but the fact of us against the Road Warriors, nobody gave us a chance in their hometown which was really the only advantage we needed because I think they took us lightly. I didn't think they would ever think we could even be competitive. And that was part of their, that was their mantra. They didn't think anybody on earth could hang with them. And be honest with you, very few people could. We just happened to be two of those guys. And, and, and that you did, Arn. And my goodness, as, as you and I were talking and watching that clip, Guess what I found November the 8th. So right after this, as Cornette alluded to the previous day, you, Tully, and the Midnight Express, you're main eventing the Omni. Okay? It's 3,800 fans. Guess who you're taking on? It's rock and roll. Chris Champion and Sean Royal again. Yes, and I have what happened. This is the main event loaded with talent at the Omni. And it ended in a double disqualification. So you've told us before that the most of the time, this is a weak finish. If you put your creative hat on for a moment, how does this match end? Why not have the horsemen or midnights beat the lesser known talent with a distraction or tennis racket or whatever. What are your opinions that you think about this ending with these four guys, again, champion and Royal part of this in a double DQ should have clear winners. And I think. Knowing what I know today about the business, it would have been Midnight Express over Sean Royal and the other kid. Yeah, champion. And with the idea that Cornette, his his opinion is they should be getting the title shot for the titles. They're already a superior team to everybody else. That should have been lurking in Cornette's mind, and that would have been like a visual aid to us for them to get an impressive win over those two guys. I like it. And you know what? You said something there that uh, you're absolutely right. You know, we talk about it now, hindsight being 2020, but you have, from 87 on, my goodness, the experience that has been underneath your belt in terms of even just producing wrestling matches and putting matches together. And uh, so it's kind of fun to ask you those questions, those hypotheticals to see, hey, now Arn Anderson at this age and with this experience under your belt, how would you look at things a little differently? So, Well, and I was looking at them strictly as a talent then. Now I look at it as what would you do storytelling going forward? What's going to benefit the story going forward? What's the best story going forward? And you know, it's easy to be a Monday morning quarterback and look back on stuff, but I look at it with a different eye now. 
It's part of the fun of what we can do here now, going back and sharing some of these old stories. So there you go. What ifs. That's right. Paul, I'm a huge fan of what ifs. Mm-hmm. You never know. And it's it's just fun to speculate and have a little 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 back and forth on it. But Arn, the next time we see you, you're on the losing end of a lumberjack match. <sighs> where you were defeated by Ricky Morton at the Coliseum in Hampton, Virginia. Uh, were they? I hope they were booing, too. Arn, we are 13 days into the month, and there's been no interaction with the Road Warriors on this loop, but every single television segment is building to this big match at Starcade. Can you help explain to our audience the logic behind the dual programs during this time? And what I mean by that is you can have a TV program and a loop of matches that really have nothing to do with what's the storylines that are going on on TV. Well, you use television, number one, to build in those days, to build towards your live events. You tried not to give anything away on television that would be a main event draw on the live events. You know, you're basically it was geared for heels to to go out, get a, get a very clear cut win. And by the way, one thing if you noticed, that was a double gourd buster. What we just saw. Yes, that's the only one of memory. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. I don't remember ever doing another one. Oh, okay. And the idea was, if two of us could get a hold of one of those road warriors, we can cord buster him. And a double will be enough. That's the reason for a 16-second win. You know, we didn't normally do that. That was proven a point. Um, I like that. That's good psychology to share. That's good. You know, just going back, there was a thought behind the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the original question? No, we were just uh, talking about what it meant as far as the TV programs can be a little different than what you're doing on the house show loops. Yeah, so you could go out and you could wrestle a guy you weren't in a program with and have a a, a little TV program going there where you didn't hurt either guy and you got some good exposure and good competitive match. What you didn't want to do is give away too much on TV and have that same match show up in your live event. There was really no reason, especially if you had a clear finish on television, then I just saw it for free. Why would I want to take the family down and see it again? Right. You know, um, was the idea. You could have separate programs going with separate guys. And once, one thing that you will notice, because I'll, we'll have a few runs with the, with the Rock and Roll Express, then the Arnold will go back with Barry and, and, you know, it's just kind of skipping around. Once your talent were established as top guys, you could intermingle those guys, and they were still an attraction. And that was the idea. Once guys got over, you could switch the card up, and you could have thrown, at this particular point in time, Arn and, and Ronnie Garvin, former champion, or if he was still the current champion, or, or whatever the deal was. There was enough history that wasn't so long ago that, Arn or Tully and Ronnie Garvin, any of those things would have worked. Science tells us the best way to achieve and maintain consistent deep sleep 
is by lowering our core body temperature. You see, temperature-controlled sleep repairs our muscles after a hard day's work, and it improves our cognitive function, so you always start your day feeling sharp and alert. Chili Sleep makes customizable climate-controlled sleep solutions that help you improve your entire well-being. Chili Sleep makes the Uller, that's the one I have, and the Cube Sleep System. Both are hydro-powered, temperature-controlled mattress toppers that fit over your existing mattress to provide you your ideal sleep temperature. These luxury mattress pads keep your bed at the perfect temperature for deep sleep, whether you sleep hot or cold. These sleep systems are designed to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and give you the confidence and energy to power through your day. Imagine waking up and not feeling tired. Chili sleep can make that happen. For an extra layer of comfort, they also make the chili blanket. It's the only weighted blanket that can also be paired with a control unit for the ultimate sweat-free sleep. Head over to chilisleep.com forward slash Arn to learn more and save 30% off the purchase of any new cube or Uller sleep system. This offer is available exclusively for Arn listeners and only for a limited time. That's chili, C-H-I-L-I sleep.com slash Arn to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up feeling refreshed every day. No, absolutely right. Everybody was over, uh, and sometimes when you'd see them make the save, we saw last week when Dusty and Ron Garvin came out to run in, and, and they all wanted to cover up Ricky Morton. Any one of those guys against any one of the horsemen, people wanted to watch at that point. 100%. Yeah. Well, Arn, the next day, it's television, and the horsemen were heavily featured on both World Championship Wrestling and NWA Worldwide. On World Championship Wrestling, you and Tully defeated... Washington and El Negro winning the match with the double gourd buster. So to your point, you're, you're bringing in that, that double gourd buster. And after the match, we were treated to in the words of our favorite mortgage guy, what we all grew up on. And it's Tony Schiavone at the desk, conducting an interview with Tully JJ and yourself. Here's the match yarn. And then we're going to hear what the horseman had to say. Let's check it out. Team champions, two of the four horsemen. Iron Anderson, Telly Blanchard, with their manager, J.J. Dillon. And they already start. Quick, devastating, and above all, these two men are very, very confident. And uh, David, I, I think that's going to be a, I think that's going to be a big part. They're bidding on uh, P.T. Washington there. They really are. It'll be a big part of Stargate. Who goes in with the confidence? Because regardless of who you are, you got to be a little nervous that night. It's a big night. Little. Well, you got to be. Hey, you're going to be there. You're going to be nervous. Oh, I'll be very nervous. We're all going to be there. You are too. To watch the snap. I mean, tell us. There's a, a face of confidence right there. Breaks on the count. Oh, yes. He got it. <laughs> but you That's hilarious. David, big guy. For those not watching, it was the reverse atomic drop that got David going ooh and ah. Well, there is another double gore boss. There it is. Telling the same story. There's living proof right there. That's a good-sized man right there, too. El Negro way up over 300 pounds. 
Tony's selling it about how big he is, over 300 yep. pounds. Helps the story, that's for sure. The double gourd buster applied by the world tag team champion. All synced Will up nice and tight. Horseman, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, World Tag Team Damage. You mentioned you could gourd buster anybody, a big guy, and he did it just like that. JJ, how much does Animal weigh? Animal weighs probably 280 pounds. How much does Hawk weigh? Hawk weighs about 272. Okay, neither one of them, this guy. You just saw the double gourd buster executed by Arn and Tully, the World Tag Team Champion, weighs 350 pounds. We can't double gourd buster, one of the world warriors. You're sadly mistaken. Because Sidetown East is exactly what it is. The hometown of the road warriors. And we're coming with all the gold, the limousine, all the prestige, all the glory. And when we walk out, we're walking out the same way we walked in. Because big boys, it ain't caught no more. You gotta come prove that you two are the baddest apple in the bushel. On a night, Thanksgiving night, when the finest in our business sits down in that dressing room with their feet up and they're lacing those boots up, pulling up those knee pads, wondering, are number one, are they good enough to be associated with Cracker Promotion? Why are they fortunate enough to be in Star Cage? Number three, as the butterflies make them nauseous to go to the bathroom and puke a couple of times, maybe three, wondering what it's like to go out in front of 30 million homes. There's going to be careers lost. There's going to be bones broken. The road warriors have got every man that ever lifted a weight in their life sitting the edge of their seat. Saying, we want to set up the horsemen, and these two powerlifters are the guys that can do it. You say you came from the streets, you came from the scum, everything you got your work for it. Well, Mr. Hotelli Rushers and myself are, are students of our business. We learn from everybody. We learn from Rhodes, we learn from the Road Warriors, Wyndham, Garvin, Rock and Roll. We take a little bit of experience from each of you and we learn from it. And gentlemen, I dare any man to come and take what the horseman got because we work for it. We earned it, and by God, after Star King, we'll still be champions. James J. Dillon, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, more right after this. Woo! Wow, that was some fire by you and Tully, my friend. You sold the event, you put over the Road Warriors and the rest of the baby phases, and then closed it in only the way you could, making sure everyone knew it was going to take a huge effort and a lot of man to take those titles off the horsemen. And I'm in it. And we felt it, and man, things were building incredible. I, I could feel it still today in 2022. That promo was strong as fire, man. That was good stuff. Man, it was just a time when when everybody meant something on the crew. Everybody was so good. There were so many so many positive things you could point to the wrestling industry alone was just on fire and Jim Crockett promotions was on fire. The road warriors were unbeatable at this point. You know, there was just the horsemen were starting to gain momentum. 
that group of horsemen. It was just Midnight Express were red hot. It was just everything was coming together. It really was. You could just feel it. You could sense it. Oh, yeah. You could sense it, feel it, taste it, it, all of it. All the senses were going crazy. But up next on Worldwide, you, Tully, and Luger defeated three enhancement talents by submission when Luger used the torture rack. And after the match, David Crockett conducted a ringside interview with a horseman led by the nature boy who shared his thoughts on Starcade. And we have a clip of that. Let's check it out. Here we go. Chicago's yeah. Chi-Town Heat, Ric Flair. Yeah, the way I see it, what just happened right there is going to happen to the Road Warriors. One, two, three. Then the package. Show them what time pack. Show it to them, buddy. Step aside. Dusty Rose. That, my friend, is what you have to climb in a steel cage. The legend on the line. The big reputation, the notoriety, when the package, one of the four horsemen, twists you around and puts you on the torture rack. Shytown Heat will be the end of your legend and the beginning woo, of the total package. The Road Warriors, all done. Dusty Rhodes, all done. Who does that leave? Hands of stone. Roddy Garvin. Well, Garvin, we know that you're the man now. You're the world champion. You and your cowboy boots and your jeans and your jean jacket, your pickup truck, your fat old lady, you're the man. But, pal, you got to walk the aisle. You got to walk the aisle and face me. Not only one of the four horsemen, but your champion, your man, Shite out East. Bright lights, long limousines, pretty ladies, 10 million people watching, and the whole world knowing that these five people make it all happen. We make it go. And Bobby, believe me, nobody in this whole wide universe is going to take anything from the five of us without paying the price. You'll be the pie pie. This year, it's time to get off the couch and get back into the bedroom. Blue Shoe can help. Guys, we know that confidence can take you far in life. And when you feel confident, you're at your best, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as both Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. And you can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, the process is simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA, prepared and shipped directly to your door, all in a discreet package. And with BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman. Because when your package has arrived, um, <clears throat> your package has arrived. So if you can benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. 
That's bluechew.com. The promo code is ARN to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring today's podcast. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm going to try to ask this in all seriousness. When Nate gets amped up like this, there's almost no one better. First of all, however, for you, you're standing in the back as part of this presentation. How difficult was it at times to not crack when he would go into these rants, fits, tantrums, or whatever else you want to call them? Well, we would crack. (laughs) Sometimes you just had to, and if you didn't, you're, you're a stronger man than me, you know, that, and that goes, that was not a conversation beforehand who was going to talk and what order or any of that. We would just get out there and you would just kind of get a feel for it. And one guy would step up and get started. And if he was rolling, whether it was Tully or Rick or myself, we just let him roll or JJ for that matter. You know, Lex, we tried to keep short, sweet, get a good shot of the body, let him have a little something to say. A little flex. Yeah. Yeah. He was still learning. You know, the fact is nothing was more impactful than just looking at the guy for God's sakes, you know, what a, what a, what a physique. So it it was, uh, it was hard to keep from busting up, but you know, sometimes if you didn't bust up, it didn't feel real to answer your question. We bust out laughing a lot of times. I tell you what, man, so entertaining. You're all together, which I thought is always was brought the impact when you're all standing together. there, nice and tall and strong. JJ looking dapper. looks like he got the uh, locks cut and trimmed down there. So he's even, he's all sharpened up, ready to go for Starcade. And here we are, we're moving on. It's the 14th of November. The Horsemen, they're heavily featured uh, for CWF in the, an event that took play, place in the Roberts Arena in Sarasota, Florida. Dusty and the Road Warriors took on Flair, Luger, and Tully. And you worked underneath on this night, Arn. Uh, so that's how that would go. And the next time we see you pop up is November 20th. That night from the Brush Fork Armory Civic Center in Bluefield, West Virginia. You and Tully took on Ronnie and Jimmy Garvin in the main event. Again, back to our point, as we talked earlier, you're doing something different on those house show loops than necessary that's on TV, but you're taking on the Garvin brothers in in that main event. You know what I think I remember, and I think I've got the, the right time. I think this was around the time that we went down and Tully and myself and Luger all bought Mercedes on the same day. Ooh. And I think it was during this time, it was like a day, it was either the day before when we bought them or the, but we ended up, I ended up driving the new one to Bluefield. And the reason I'm thinking it was this time, because now we're talking November, and all the roads iced over. Now I'm 150 miles from home, but I ended up having to stay over because I didn't want to take a chance on wrecking that new car. Uh, that's what I remember more so than anything. And having to, you know, I called Aaron and I just said, honey, I mean, this place is kind of up on a hill and it's, it's icing and they're, you know, they're closing roads and all that. I just don't want to risk it. And she said, no, no, stay there. But in those days, you would have never stayed 150 miles from home. You just wouldn't have. Uh, that's what I remember about that, even more so than the match, I think, was just those circumstances. 
Ah, that's pretty cool. I, I like those uh, stories that are not necessarily tied to a, an event and a match, but what else was going on in your life during that time? That seemed like a pretty big deal. Let's all go get some new Mercedes. Uh, man, what a, what a big time for you in your career. Uh, so we move on to Washington, D.C. It's the 21st of the month. All the horsemen are featured at the Armory. You took on Ronnie Garvin. He's the NWA champion, losing to the man with the hands of stone. Tully, for his part, team with Flair, and they took on the Road Warriors, losing that match by disqualification. So there you go. There's a little horseman-road warrior interaction. And the main event saw Luger and Dusty in a bull rope match where the United States title was not on the line. Arn, we know uh, WCW would make uh, D.C. the setting for Starcade in the 90s, but Jim Crockett didn't always run the nation's capital. Anything special, different, or memorable about working in Washington around this time? Well, there was a lot, again, a lot of stuff that didn't have to do with in-ring action. There were some issues with running Washington, D.C. because a lot of people took uh, the, like the buses and the, and the, the public transportation stuff, public transportation. And you had to have the show completed because that quit running at a certain time. And, you know, you had to keep that in, in, in mind on how long the show went and things of that nature. And it was, you know, it was just a difficult place to get to. There wasn't a lot of parking or any of those issues. It was more a logistical reason to not necessarily run D.C. that much, that particular building. It was more logistics than anything else. Warren, on the syndicated shows that aired that week, you and Tully played a significant role. And on NWA Pro, you and Tully defeated Mike Rotunda and Ricky Santana. And I'm, I'm going to pause there, and I want to see, do you have any memories on how Ricky Santana was to work with? Uh, any opinions on why he wasn't a larger star? Uh, he was talented. Uh, he was. You know, in those days, it started, you know, the body guys, you know, were were starting to come into being uh, into fruition. There were more body guys. Ricky was not a body guy. He was more of a talented performer. Um, not sure how his microphone skills were, but he was just a guy that was going to be positioned in that underneath role, which, you know, in those days, if you worked every day, you still made a nice living. There you go. Uh, but Ricky was, Ricky had skills. Yeah, talent. There you go. Well, moving on to Worldwide, it's you and Tully with J.J. in tow, and you're interviewed by David Crockett about the big match with the Road Warriors at Starcade. This one isn't just about the match, though, Arn. Let's take a listen. I want to get your thoughts uh, after we watch this one. Ladies and gentlemen, two of the four horsemen, the world tag team champions, Iron Anderson, Tully Blanchard with J.J. Dillon. You know, David Crockett, not often do I agree with things that Dusty Rhodes says but you know he's right every match at starcade is a hot match a lot on stake a lot of pride and a lot of money a lot of prestige but he said all the talking's over with it's time to get inside the squared circle and do it and that's just exactly what we're doing the road warriors hometown double a it's you and me and all the gold well mr craigie first of all i like to say Tully and myself, along with Ric Flair and Luger, are where we are today through a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication, going to arenas when we were hurt, when we were sick, or maybe we just didn't want to go that particular night. But our credibility as businessmen and professional wrestlers, we practice every day while we preach. We say we're horsemen 24 hours a day. That means we're dependable. means our word's dependable. 
on this given night, there's going to be a lot of wrestlers sitting in dressing rooms with gut-wrenching thoughts. Their career's going to be made, career's going to be broke. There's going to be men walking them, going home, want to stick a pistol in their mouth and kill themselves because they lost at Starcade. But the Four Horsemen have the largest audience in history to shine. And Road Warriors, I will assure you, this day and time, nobody's going to take what the Horsemen have. Shot town eat. Let's go to the ring. Wow. Arn, what a believable promo, my friend. You always had a way uh, of making this thing that we love so much so very real and believable. Part of me thinks that the things you said in this promo were very genuine. Is this the real-life Arn Anderson with the volume turned all the way up? Well, I mean, the closer you got, the more that that particular show built and the card and, and, and everything, it was real to us. We lived it. Every single day, you know, we lived it. And uh, the fact is, it was that was more putting the event over, going inside some of the guys' heads that were going to be in that locker room, and that was very real about, you know, butterflies and all that. You don't think we had butterflies and nervous? You know, we knew the Road Warriors were going to be amped up. Hometown. I tell you what, though, Arn, it goes back to, and you and I had this conversation uh, previously when I had asked you, I believe it was last week, about all these steel cage matches, and did you want to show up for them? You addressed all that and just that promo right there in that time. We're professionals. We're businessmen. We show up when we, when we don't feel like showing up. That's what we do. You were putting your flag in the ground telling the wrestling business, this is how we operate, and that was true. You meant every single word of it. So whether it was part of a promo or not, that's the code that you did live by. And, uh, and there it was said right there in that promo. Yeah. And prove us wrong. Name a time where we weren't there and we weren't professional and that we missed a day for some, some half-ass injury. You know, I mean, it's one thing to be crippled or, or injured to the point to where you can't perform and you can't be there getting hurt. We expect to get hurt every single day. And when you approach them, every match you go into with the expect expectation, hey, I expect to get hurt, then there's not many surprises. Well, Aaron, it's November 22nd, and Jim Crocker Promotions puts on a matinee show at the War Memorial Arena in Johnstown, PA, not too far down the road from where I'm at, in front of an audience of 2,000. You and Tully both had singles matches for this one, Aaron, as you beat Robert Gibson, at the 10 minute and 30 second mark when you cheated. Yes, sir. That's right. I said cheated by using the ropes for added leverage. Tully defeated Ricky Morton in his match in the exact same way. And according to the lineup, these were consecutive matches. So Arn, why would the same exact finish be used against each member of the rock and roll to be sure this would not have been by design or would it be by design? Uh, maybe the idea was that if we got away with one, they weren't looking for the second one. There you go. What do you think? I think, too, you're heels, and that's what you were supposed to do. You were supposed to be cheating. You were supposed to be winning that way and to show you're consistent in your approach as a team with how you both uh, showed up and delivered the endings to those matches. So I like it. I'm buying it. I'm all in on the finish. You 
answered your own question. <laughs> well done. <laughs> We're working together quite a few weeks here, well, so I'm seeing how this works. You're getting in my head, and you're, you're living in there a little bit, and I think you kind of like it. I'm liking it. I you're, like it a lot. Yeah, You're it's digging it. I'm digging it, man. Uh, well, Jim Crockett Promotions would then travel on to Greenville the next day, November 23rd. And Arn, you were not on the card, but Tully Rick and JJ took on the Road Warriors and Paul Ellering in a six-man tag team event. And uh, the following day in Hillsville, Virginia. Hillsville, Virginia. There's a town I've never really heard of before. Arn Anderson and Barry Windham wrestled for the Western States Heritage Championship. Unfortunately, this was in front of a crowd of only 800. Maybe that's why I haven't heard of it. Wyndham earned the victory at about the 15-minute mark. Any memories of Hillsville, Virginia, Arn? Straight up 77, north of Charlotte, about 100 miles. So it's a very small little town. That's what I figured. If it was 800 people, there was probably everybody in town. <laughs> the whole town came to the show that Everybody night. Everybody was there, and <laughs> it literally was such an easy drive, 100 miles up, 100 miles back. Oh, you can't beat that. The upside was not not so much the payoff, but the fact is you got back home at a decent hour. That had been a drive out of Charlotte. And you'll take those every once in a while for sure. Occasionally. Yeah, you can blend those in. That's right. That's right. Well, Arn, the good news is the next day you debut at the Nassau Coliseum in front of a crowd of 11,500. So we're way down the road from Hillsville. Now we're at the Nassau Coliseum, and it's a big turnout. For the past three or four weeks, a JCP heavily advertised and marketed the event as War Games 4. And as we both know in this era... You can't have the war games without the horsemen, or in this case of this, or in the case of this match, it's half of them. So check this out, and you may remember this very well. In the semi-main event, the Road Warriors defeated Luger and Flair by DQ, but as we mentioned, this event featured the war games. Well, instead of delivering all the horsemen as teased in the numerous segments on television, this war games featured Arn and Tully teaming with the Midnight Express and Big Bubba. That's a whole lot of talent, my friend. And your opponents that night, NWA champion Ronnie Garvin, Dusty Rhodes, Barry Windham, and the Rock and Roll Express. And the win came when Bobby Eaton submitted to the figure four put on by Dusty. How about that? You remember that any, any that match at all or, or that unique pairing for you in War Games 4? I cannot believe that I don't remember. Yeah, well, no, that's uh, that's what we're here. We're here. We're, I'll help you relive relive these memories if I can get the words out. It, it was loaded with talent. You got the Midnights, oh, and they're yeah. as capable as anyone. But sure. could you? I mean, my goodness, we also know Big Bubba would go on the main event with Hogan all around the country the following year. So lots of talent. But why deviate from the formula of having the horsemen on one side so that the baby faces could get all of them their comeuppance? I wish I knew. Yeah. I wish I knew the thought process. And you're saying it was advertised otherwise? It was advertised as War Games 4, and every video clip that they show me advertisements was all the old, you know, was War Games 1, 2, and 3, which were the horsemen all together. So it just led you to believe you're getting another horseman versus the baby faces, and that's just not what it turned out to be at this event. Because so. that feels like a bait and switch. Yeah, if, it does. If you were implying it was the horseman. Right. Um, God, I wish I had the answer because that, that one defies, especially it was a debut show in the market. 
Yeah, debut, big time, 11500 at the Nassau Coliseum. You don't want to not give them what's advertised, so. Yeah, but still, you had a lot of talent, like I said, and you agreed. Lots of talent in that one, but definitely a very interesting War Games 4 there. But are we are finally here. Jim Crockett has arrived in Chicago. It's Thanksgiving. It's Starcade 1987. There's 8,000 fans at the UIC Pavilion. And naturally, aren't all the horsemen are featured on the card. Luger and Dusty battled for the U.S. title in a steel cage match. And Flair challenged Ronnie Garvin for the big gold belt, also in the cage. Third from the top, we have the matchup we've all been building to for the past month. It's Arn and Tully versus the Road Warriors for the NWA World Tag Team Championships. Even though you're the champions... You are out first. Seemingly, this allows for the Chicago fans to welcome their road warriors. This pop is massive, as expected, Arn. And you've told us on multiple occasions that there was nothing like it when you were standing in the ring. The term road warrior pop was real. It was a very real thing. When That music is so good. Iron Man, obviously. Oh, perfect it, for them. When it hit and they came through that curtain with that paint and the shoulder pads and big as a house, power walking down that aisle, it was it was an event. It was it, badass, man. Yeah, it really was. I don't know anything that was any more badass. And that's oh. a perfect explanation. <laughs> it was. And, uh, man, they came through those ropes, and we had no problem scattering. You know, the the... It was just one of those things that you just have to, the more violent and the bigger the sports city, the more the pop. You know, it was just like they got it in Chicago. They got it. Yeah, here they are in their hometown. So it's 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 electric, and so we're gonna we're gonna get into this match. So in this one, there's very little feeling out process. You guys get to the action quickly, and of course, you're starting the match. And inside the first minute, you climb the top rope. You, you hear what I'm saying, Arn? You climb the top rope. Nothing good comes from Arn Anderson. We've learned on this show climbing that top rope, right? Yeah, I mean, it's 50%. At least something bad's going to happen. Well, and it did because Hulk military pressed you out of the corner. Arn, you're a full-grown man, and he pressed you as if you weighed nothing. Were you ever concerned about just how strong the Warriors were, meaning that they might mistakenly hurt you? Oh, if they hurt me, it wouldn't have been a mistake. (laughs) And yes, I was concerned every time they came down the aisle and I was in the ring. Um, big, strong. Like I said, when when he pressed me, I would have probably been about two fifty five then, and it was, if I remember correctly, it was not a lot of effort put into it. Isn't it something? Another grown ass man just lifting you up, and I mean, you're just staring straight down as this guy just has you over his head. That's got to be like, wow, this is this is intense. This is crazy. Well, it, it reinforced what I already knew: don't go up top. So it's my own fault. <laughs> well, the match continued with the Warriors using power moves on you and Tully for the next several exchanges. The crowd popped at every spot. Finally, about mid match, you and Tully gained the upper hand when you clipped Hawk's knee. Well, he had Tully above his head in the military press. You and Tully worked Hawk's knee over, and at one point, Tully hit Hawk in the knee with a chair. In and out tags and double teams as you guys build the heat on Hawk, uh, and you help you keep the advantage. There's a, a subtle uh, spot here, but you cut Hawk off. T- 
Tully would lock in the figure four leg lock. Hulk refuses to quit. So you tag in and attempt a couple of pinfalls, but you're crotched on the third attempt. Hawk, uh, Hulk would make uh, the hot tag to animal. And as the action picked up, Blanchard runs into referee Tommy Young, knocks him out of the ring. Here we go, Arn. Then Animal dumps you over the top rope. Earl Hebner comes out. You roll in, get hit with the Doomsday device, and the Road Warriors win. Not so fast, my friends. Earl Hebner made the count. But Tommy Young reversed the decision because he saw Animal dump you over the top rope. We got this dusty finish, baby. The Road Warriors leave with the titles, and the crowd that was so hot for Hawk and Animal show their displeasure with booze and even chance of bullshit, Arn. We have the closing moments of all this. Are you ready to take a look at it? Uh, yeah. All right, let's do it, buddy. Here we go. The ending to Starcade 87. It's the Road Warriors against Arn and Tully. Oh, he caught him, Jim Ross. Yes, the knee is hurting, but it's Arn Anderson in major trouble right now. There's a tag. Oh, what a drop kick by the 300-pound animal. Tully Blanchard, Jim, you saw it. Blanchard tripped Animal. Anderson and Animal, I think I'm in. Tommy Young. What a bump by Tommy. Yeah. And that's, uh, that floor is hard, too. Nothing. No padding. Straight concrete. He dove right out of that floor. All right. There was your DQ. Yep. Now, that was a DQ. That was one of the rules. <laughs> you can't dump a guy over the top. Intentionally. Uh, now Anderson and Tully care about the rules. I love it. Yeah, this was no fun. Oh! Doomsday on Anderson. This could be a... This is the pop. Wow. Tommy fixing to get that heat. World Tag Team Champions. Now, it was Earl Hebner that made the blow. What's going on? He just raised the dead man's hand. He did. That's it. And it went flop right back down. The animal over the top. And that's what Tommy Young is Look, watch. Here we go. Oh, quickly to show it. Watch Tommy Young. What a ball, yeah. I mean, straight through the air, right to the concrete. Oh. No wonder he had a shortened career as a referee, unfortunately. Here's the DQ. Here's the move over the top And Tommy Young saw it. He saw it. Look at Tommy Young's hand. That's what happened right there. Tommy Young in the bottom of your screen making the call over the top rope. The Warriors disqualified. Referee Tommy Young has disqualified the Road Warriors for throwing their opponents over the top rope. 
winners of the match by virtue of disqualification and still world's tag team champions Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. Tom Miller with the call and there it is. Great voice to announce bad news. Ah, uh, it was a great voice. Classic NWA Jim Crockett voice. I do want to add that Dave Meltzer ranked this match with the Road Warriors at three and a half stars. This was the highest rating he gave any match on that show. A show, by the way, that included Barry Windham versus Dr. Death, as well as Ric Flair and Ronnie Garvin. You guys got the most stars uh, in your match. Not sure if it means much to you, Arn, considering your humble nature, but Dave thought you and Telly alongside Hawk and Animal had the best match of the night. So there you go. No, I appreciate anything, you know, positive that somebody has to say about us. It's, it's easy just to go with the negative stuff, but... I think Meltzer understood how hard we worked to get those guys over and to make them the Road Warriors. And, you know, the performance, I think, sometimes is as important, not all the time, but sometimes as important as the finish. Well, Arn, I got a couple questions about this match. And as our boy Conrad would say, there's a lot to unpack here. So Tony and Jr., which, by the way, I love hearing Jim Ross on the call there. He just adds so much flavor and passion to these broadcasts. It's so cool mm-hmm. to hear him call the match. They sell Tommy Young seeing the over-the-top rope infraction as though the finish was clear as day. But, Arn, didn't it look like Tommy was almost a little out of position based on how he fell out of the ring? Well, now you can't see what he's looking at out of his peripheral vision. Give the man, I mean, this man's a pro. He's he, he been a wrestling official for a long time, right? He has been. He has been. It was, it was, it, it all came together kind of quick there at the end. That's for sure. You know, and the fact that it, you know, he made the right call. Since I see you're fishing for me to say, well, no, they should have did something. Hell no, we'll take it. So so it was the very definition of the dusty finish. I mentioned that already. But what would the harm have been in letting the Road Warriors walk out of Chicago with the titles? We, we've heard Bruce Pritchard and Eric Bischoff allude to the fact that some wrestlers didn't need championships. I guess, is that the case with the Road Warriors? They just didn't need the belts? Because, think about it for a second. Now the dilemma is, if they win, now you're going you're gonna to have to beat them, beat them to get the titles off of them, right? Yeah. This way, you avoided having to beat them. If it would have been a month later or six months later, somebody's got to beat them because if you do DQs and stuff, they would have kept the championships. There was a conscientious, probably question and answer, who will benefit the most by being champions coming out of this match? The answer was... Tully and I could go forward and make every team that we worked with better than what they were before they worked with us. And we knew that. The other thing to note here too is, as I was watching that is I know it's a dusty finish, but if you're a person in Chicago, you still see the road warriors walk out, holding the titles up. So you're still cheering for that in that moment. You know what I mean? And they kicked our ass for 80% of that match. So the crowd's still kind of half cheering and excited, and then they'll come back and announce you still are the champions. But they still got the crowd really hot and really excited for that, for the ending of that match. After that was over, nobody at home, in the arena, wherever, lost faith in the Road Warriors. 
Trust That's me. right. That's they right. got screwed on a given night, as raw as it was, dusty finish it was. But the fact is, they didn't walk out of there weaker than walking in, and that's the key. They were still the road warriors leaving that ring. So let, let's talk a little bit also about what you mentioned earlier in the show, and that was the move from Starcade away from Greensboro and Atlanta to Chicago for this event. And make no mistake about it, Chicago is a hot wrestling city in the United States and even the world in 2022. But at this point, for Crockett, moving it to Chicago, uh, my goodness, it, do you feel like it just left a bad taste in the, in the mouths of fans outside your traditional market? I feel like Greensboro earned Starcade and they should have had it for as long as it went on. I just I just feel that some it was a, it was a more than a big show. It was in a particular city at Thanksgiving time of year. It was it was just something big. Now today Chicago is probably the number one wrestling city in the world as far as supporting different companies different shows on a regular basis. I know they're awesome for AEW. It's, a, it's, it's, it's the best market on earth, and that's not a knock on Greensboro or any other place. But it wasn't that then. That's right. And you got to consider what was the stronger market then, and I would say Greensboro. Well, one more thing to touch on before we wrap up uh, Starcade, And up to this event, JCP always presented their major events in closed circuit. This was the first pay-per-view arm from Jim Crocker Promotions. However, the WWF ran the inaugural Survivor Series the same day with a main event that featured Andre and Hogan too. In a power move, Vince strong-armed the pay-per-view providers into making the decision not to carry Starcade by threatening to withhold the upcoming WrestleMania from them. This was something the pay-per-view providers were not willing to lose because of the success of WrestleMania 3. Arn, we have to acknowledge the ruthlessness of Vince McMahon protecting what he believed in and all that. But I want to hear about this move from your point of view. Well, it did not surprise me one bit. I mean, we were, we were in a bit of a war. Here and you know you do what you have to to protect what's yours and you know Vince just had he had the jump on every other company as far as marketing just being smart on you know utilizing uh, his clout with with the television stations and all those all those things and the buildings if Vince went in and he said hey. Crockett's wanting to run Madison Square Garden. You know I'm the only guy that runs Madison Square Garden. They would have said, yep, you're right. Or any other market that was his. He was very good at protecting what was his. Jim Crockett was the company that was reaching out and challenging him and moving into some of his his markets and different stuff. It, uh, you know, I, none of us that, that knew the business would have said, foul. Hey, it was what it was. Yeah, it's business, and he is one hell of a shrewd businessman and, and continues to be one still today. And it brings some success, and I'm sure it burns some bridges, but overall, uh, I would say they've done very. he's done very well for himself in that regard. So, oh, God. 
Yeah. So Chicago, you mentioned it. Fun place, happening place, still is today, especially for wrestling. Can you maybe share one or two stories or memories of your time in the Windy, Windy City? Anything that uh, a, a big time memory from being in Chicago in your career? Well, a, a college roommate and good friend of Rick's was Bruce MacArthur, whose family happens to own the United Center. Uh, they happened to own the Blackhawks and several other very large companies. And he was Rick's uh, roommate in college and, and a friend of ours, and he was our host uh, every time we came to town. So one time uh, we're getting ready to, to leave whatever town we're going that we're out on the after. It's like an afternoon show where we're going to come to Chicago that particular night or something of that nature to where we're going to have a little bit of downtime. And Rick calls Bruce, you know, and, and says, hey, you know, we're on the way. You know, you got dinner planned and all that. And he says, yeah. He says, matter of fact, uh, when you guys start landing, how about uh, peeping out the window? Okay, which, you know, I— didn't really mean anything to anybody, but we're on that private jet. We're getting close. We start down, and all of a sudden, we're looking out the window, and you're looking down, and you see at the private aviation, there's a Winnebago, and the general is standing on top of it on the tarmac and waving us in. Wow. Wow. Do you know how much stroke it took to do something like that? Mm-mm-mm. What a pop he got from the 10 folks on that private jet, man. It was That's awesome. It was awesome. It really was. And, you know, he was out of the way, obviously, but close enough you could tell exactly what was going on. And it was, it was just one of those things that back in the day it was surreal. But just it, really cool experiences, you know? Yeah, but, it's something yeah. you never forget. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Well, Arn, there were a couple more dates you worked after Starcade, but frankly, nothing compared to the importance of Starcade 87 and all the happenings we just discussed. So we're going to wrap this one up right, right there. And next time, it's December of 1987. We're closing out 87, and there is dissension inside the ranks of the horsemen, specifically centering around one Lex Luger who, with the help of the events that unfold that month, will become one of the hottest baby faces in 1988. Arn, that's going to be a fun review, December 1987. Looking forward to that one, buddy. Yeah, different. It'll be different. Yeah. Well, listen, thank you all for checking out Arn. We want to make sure that you're supporting him. Arn, you have a big-time appearance down at WrestleCon in Dallas, right? March 31st to the April 2nd. Cannot wait. Yep. Look forward to seeing everybody. It's going to be a huge event for the fans. We've all been stuck inside with this, you know, freaking dreaded disease. It's just been terrible. And uh, we're allowed to get out now and, and live our lives a little bit. And this is going to be a huge event, obviously. And uh, I can't wait to see everybody. And that's awesome. Take advantage of this opportunity. You want to meet Arn. There's nothing like meeting the man in person, shaking your hand, sharing your stories, and uh, he has time for everybody. That's what I love about Arn. So make sure you take advantage of this appearance and uh, and get to know him a little bit. You're right. 
finally things seem to feel like they're getting normal, at least from interacting with each other. And so you want to make sure you do that. Check out The Arn Show on Twitter and on Instagram, on YouTube. You can follow The Arn Show at The Arn Show on Twitter and at The Arn Show Pod on Instagram. And then on YouTube, The Arn Show for all the fun clips and the shows on video. Man, Arn, this has been another fantastic time. November 87, The Warriors versus Arn and Tully at Starcade. Thank you so much, my friend, for letting me be a part of it this week. Yeah, you did a great job. Glad to have you. Thank you. And I'll see you next time. All right. We'll talk again next time. On behalf of Arn Anderson, this is Paul Bromwell. We'll see you right here next time on Arn. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? Can you pay me more? Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.